<laughs> it's been 20 years. Yeah. Cassian Andor is an incredible character, but no one was really thinking like, oh, hey, they're definitely going to do something with this character. He, You're he making doesn't... everyone else look bad. Yeah. <laughs> Weathered person who's stuck in their ways and not really happy about it is forced to expand their view of the galaxy by a small child. May the force. Force. The force. 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 The force will be with you. Always. Welcome to Star Wars Uplink, your place for everything Star Wars gaming, the shows, and the movies. I'm your host, Sage Goodwin, and as always, I'm joined by Sydney Laurel. And today, we're also joined by Alex and Molly from Star Wars Explained. How are you guys doing? Hello. Good. <laughs> Excited to have a little double date. Yeah. Oh yes. So we that don't get to is... do that very often. <laughs> right? Yeah. We we don't either, mm-hmm. honestly. All of our couple friends are crazy busy, so <laughs> Yes. <laughs> As are we. So <laughs> very rarely do we get the chance to like sit down and have a double day. So that's what we're going to be doing today. We're going to be talking Andor as well as having a uh, Star Wars double date. I looked up cheesy first date questions and uh, made them a little Star Warsy. So that's what we're going to be doing today. So let's jump right in. Just you reconsider playing that message for him. Andor, as we're recording this, we are just days away, it seems. A month, sadly. And like we were talking about before we recorded, we would be uh, just about watching it now if they didn't delay us and uh, make us, when the show comes out, have a very late night of watching three episodes at once. I completely forgot that we were getting three yeah, right off too. the bat. I keep forgetting that. That's going to be a big one. That, that'll probably be like an hour and a half, maybe? Three episodes? I think it'll be longer than that. Mm-hmm. My guess is... I'm, I'm a... I'm going to assume it'll be 45 minutes or so each. Yeah. So I think we'll get two hours of content. That's my fingers crossed. We're going to get a Star Wars movie when it comes out, yeah. basically. <laughs> <laughs> Which, I, I, let, let's kind of break that down a little bit. Uh, format of this show. I think this show is super unique because it was one of the first that was announced. It didn't seem to have a whole lot of fanfare. But now that we get more details of it, just now recently, like, it's... It's looking to be, at least in my opinion, the best one so far. That's what it seems to be, at least. I, I think it looks fantastic. Everything that comes out about it, whether it's, I mean, Tony Gilroy is just, mm-hmm. he, he seems like he's more willing to share than a lot of other creators. He's not dropping spoilers so much. Yeah. But he's just willing to be like, this is neat and this is neat. And I think <laughs> part of that comes from him not being a part of the star wars fandom Mm. and maybe not knowing that he shouldn't do that and i'm glad (laughs) that he is willing to just throw out information yeah Mm -hmm. yeah i feel like the show like when it got announced a lot of people were confused they were like do we do we need a an andor show like of all the Mm -hmm. people they want to do a show about why andor but the closer we get to the the release of the show i just like so many people are so so excited to see mm-hmm. it the trailers look amazing oh my gosh and it's just it's it's something i feel like we need as star wars fans because it, it looks so different there's no jedi in it that we know mm-hmm. of yeah hopefully not <laughs> no lightsabers it's just it's just Unless a show about people yeah I'll, I'll, I'll only take cow that's the only lightsaber user i want in the show <laughs> yeah I, I've been saying I don't want Jedi, I don't want lightsabers, but you know, Cal, okay, Cal, we, right. can, yeah. we can make an exception. <laughs> yeah, no lightsabers unless. <laughs> <laughs> so, well, hold on. <laughs> Wait a second. 
tying it back to that earlier discussion of like three episodes at once i think we as content creators we're we have a different reaction when they say three episodes drop at once we're like oh no we have to cover all of this on one day if i was just like a casual fan I'd be like yes we can do all this but i looked at sydney i was like oh gosh <laughs> <laughs> yeah. it's very much a yay wait Yeah, that's gonna be a long day (laughs) well even outside of the content creator thing uh i i don't mind like a two episode drop at the start Mm -hmm. three does make me go a little bit like we're gonna burn through this so quick i mean like i felt that with kenobi where Mm. it was only six episodes we got two on day one and then episode three like days later and we were halfway Mm. through the series in less than a week so i don't feel that pain so much because Andor's 12 episodes mm-hmm. so we'll be a third of the way through in two weeks and then we'll still have eight weeks to go so that's fine yeah, yeah. it's it's nice knowing that there are, are going to be a lot more episodes in this than what we've been getting previously so mm-hmm. I'm excited for that oh it's gonna yeah. be so good I definitely feel like it's going to feel like a movie like the yeah. entire way through I'm so ready for them to hopefully get beyond the shorter seasons. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. I don't know. I feel like the Mandalorian kind of set that tone of eight episodes. And I was like, oh, that seems short, but okay. It's the first one. And then yeah. a lot of other Disney plus series are like six, eight episodes or so. Mm-hmm. And then with Andor, we're getting 12. They've announced Daredevil's getting 18 episodes. I'm like, yeah. okay. I'm ready for them to have longer seasons. Because I think there are, there are definitely benefits to having a shorter, more confined story. But I think all of the stories that they've been telling have fallen because of that, like, no, we're going to do six episodes. Because I, I don't know what you guys' opinion on, on uh, Kenobi was, but like I wasn't super impressed with it just because of how much on the back end they had so many creative differences and all of that fun stuff on the back end. But even the show itself seemed like, okay, we're going to take our time with the first two episodes. And then every episode after that is going to feel more rushed to try to get to this ultimate payoff because we only have four episodes to go. Yeah, I I feel pretty much the same. I really like the story they told and everything it meant, but a lot of the execution didn't Mm -hmm. really land for me. I think COVID messed with its production quite a bit, so I don't want to put too much uh, pressure on them. But Mm -hmm. at the end of the day, I was kind of like, eh on it it it, yeah. it was good but not as great as i wanted it to be yeah mm-hmm. it it felt i think too just because the whole thing like it was going to be a movie and now it's a show and it's it, mm-hmm. i don't know the 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 ebb and flow of of the episodes kind of felt a little off and i think that might come from the fact that it was written to be one feature length film and then they had to mm-hmm. kind of break it up so yeah i definitely felt that that there there seemed to be just kind of like arbitrary endings <laughs> to episodes and there weren't huge cliffhangers uh and then even though i liked episode four because of the fallen order connections yes uh, a, a lot of people seemed to not dig on that one as much and i get it because it does feel a little bit like just we're going to add a little bit more mm-hmm. that was not in the original story and we're just trying to pad it out a little bit yeah which is weird considering how short the show was. I think they had like this fighting of two opinions of like, oh, hey, we need uh, to speed up the show. But also we're going to put all this extra filler into it to make it kind of last a little bit longer because it was originally supposed to be a, sh- a movie. 
And then they're like, but we need to also have this thing. It just, it had an identity crisis, I think, ultimately. Yeah, the whole timing of it was just so off. Mm -hmm. Like, either it needed to be a movie or it needed to be a lot longer so that they could just explain things and, like, take the time to actually make it decent. Uh (laughs) I I think movie. I I am, now that we're, what, two months out from it, I'm like, Mm -hmm. I I do wish that were a movie on the big screen. Yeah. And maybe part of that is just because we haven't had one in three years. It's been so <laughs> yeah, long. Yeah. We're, we're jonesing for a movie for Star Wars. Which again, we're <laughs> that we're just spoiled at this point mm-hmm. of, oh, it's been three years since we got a Star Wars movie. <laughs> we're prior to that. It was like, it's been 20 years. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, we went so long and then they just like overwhelmed us with Star Wars and they're like, okay. Let's step back a little bit and uh, we're going to do a bunch of TV shows and kind of tell those littler stories. Kind of tying it back to Andor a little bit. Do you feel like we're going to get more of those less like single name show shows on Disney Plus? Like you have Obi-Wan, you have Book of Boba Fett. Like those were the only thing that they were making them for is that name really. And now we get something like Andor where nobody was really interested in Andor before. Cassian Andor is an incredible character, but no one was really thinking like, oh, hey, they're definitely going to do something with this character. Thirdly, it seems like because of that, we're getting this really rich story because they don't have to say, oh, hey, we have to have an Obi-Wan versus Darth Vader fight. We have to have Mandalorian in this show because it's Boba Fett. What do do you guys think? Yeah, I think they're going to start to get away from that. The Acolyte is a good example Mm -hmm. of there's no name attached to that. It just and that's still one of the ones I'm most excited about because we don't know anything about it. I will always defend Andor, though. When they announced it, I was like, "Ooh, interesting. Yeah, because of that speech he gives about like, I've done terrible things for the rebellion and I need Mm -hmm. it all to count. And now I'm like, we're going to (laughs) see that. Mm -hmm. And the fact that it's not just about Andor, but it's about the rebellion as a whole, it's going to be like a live action Star Wars Rebels from a different point of view, Mm -hmm. getting Mon Mothma in it. Oh, yes. Uh, Yeah. I I do hope that they get away from just naming a a series after a character. They've done it in the books too, Mm -hmm. because you hear... Andor, and it, you don't immediately jump to like, no, this is the story of the birth of the Rebel Alliance. Yeah, <laughs> that sounds a lot more compelling off the bat. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that there's not a lot of expectations yeah. set up ahead of time for a show like this. Although I will say, when I first heard that we were getting an Andor show, my second thought was, when do we get to see K two? Like, mm. <laughs> I yeah. love K two so, and like apparently he's not in the first season but is going to be in the second season so i was yeah. like oh that's that's a that's a bold choice i think because like they were this like dynamic duo in in mm. rogue one this is a, another story that had some behind the scenes stuff going on more it, it was going to have a different showrunner mm. uh the guy that did the americans was going to do it oh and then i don't remember why he dropped out and then tony gilroy took over completely and mm again his outlook on star wars of not really being big into the universe or knowing it all that well he probably was like we don't have to have k2so in the beginning <laughs> but it's like it's weird to think that this was the second series that they announced for disney plus mm-hmm. when they came out and announced it it was diego luna and alan tudyk on stage together yeah true <laughs> so I, I, they, I i forgot yeah. about that entirely oh my gosh um. 
so I do think that there have been some behind the scenes shakeups that we just haven't known about as much. Mm -hmm. um, but like I said, everything that Tony Gilroy has said about it, I'm like, yeah, this sounds great. Yeah, I think he's a really good choice to be running this show because like you said, he's not a, a self-professed Star Wars fan. He's like, I don't really care about the lore. Mm -hmm. I just am going to make a good show and it happens yes. to be Star mm -hmm. Wars. So I think that will be putting like a, a fun new spin on it that mm -hmm. hopefully will result in something unexpected yeah. something a little bit different for star wars fans i think i think that's a great point and i think it's something that we need in star wars because like dave filoni and uh john favreau while they've done great things with the mandalorian i think they lean a little maybe too heavily i know we're talking to star wars explained here but they may be leaving uh leading a little too heavily on the lore things of like we're gonna name drop all of these characters we're gonna bring them in and and we get tony gilroy who's like no um you know, Star Wars is a thing, but um, I just want to tell a good story, and that's all I want to do. And I think that's that's what we need of like this refresh of like, hey, we can set this kind of story in a Star Wars universe, and ultimately just tell a good story. It just happens to be in Star Wars. I think there's space for that, as well as the name drop stuff of like, hey, we're slowly trying to build out our Mandalorian cinematic universe. <laughs> yeah. I think they've definitely been trying with fan service to push, like, just to, to push things and, like, try and have a direction, mm -hmm. but they're using the fan service, and I think we're all burnt out on the fan service, because they keep they keep trying to switch it up. Like, they give us a name, and then they say no, and then they make the show about someone else, so, uh -huh. yeah. So, I think, yeah, this is exciting. It's exciting mm -hmm. stuff. Yeah, I'm totally okay with the Mandalorian, Book of Boba, the Mandoverse, yeah. and all of its fan yeah. service. As long as we get something that's not that, which I think yeah. Andor will be. That's I just like having variety where I'm mm -hmm. like, yeah, the Mandoverse is where I'm going to get like the fan servicey, just really fun stuff. And then Andor is going to balance that out, be something completely different where yes. we we won't feel so burnt out on fan service all the time. Mm -hmm. But there's there's room for both. I mean, the Star Wars universe is massive. There are tons of stories to be told. You could have like a, a stray style play as a loth cat on Coruscant. Like <laughs> you could have something like that, right? I would I would love to see that mod for stray or something like that. But I think there's space for those kinds of stories. And then there's also space for, no, hey, we're going to have Mandalorian also have basically be the straight man in this universe where he knows no names. But he's constantly shown all of these massive influences on the galaxy from our end. So I think I think that's a good balance of things where you have a character like Mando, where he's just, oh, hey, I, I don't know what the heck a Jedi is, but this little guy is cute and I need to help him. So let's go find the Jedi, I guess. <laughs> he's just a big, dumb space cowboy and everybody... <laughs> He doesn't realize the royal, the space royalty around him. I love, there's a YouTube video that says like Din Djarin not knowing he's in Star Wars for eight minutes. And it's just <laughs> him going, are you a Jedi? Is this Jedi? What's the... <laughs> it's the butterfly meme. Is this a Jedi? Yeah. <laughs> there's so much excitement around Andor for so many different reasons for me. I run a production company on the side as well. And I'm always excited around the behind the scenes stuff and i'm so excited that they're shooting it on location because i think that's where obi-wan really fell down for me was they used stagecraft for everything that's why like the chase scenes are so weirdly paced is because they have to run to the room they have to okay we have to switch locations 
they move the camera to this other side and then they switch the background of the wall and then they do it again. Mm-hmm. It's like, yeah. you can't get the speed built up as you can on set. Yeah, there was so many moments watching Obi-Wan where I felt like I was watching a really expensive play yes. on a on a stage because you could see that this is how much room they have. Mm-hmm. All the locations were flat. It just felt it felt like either I was watching a play or like a performance at a theme park or something like yeah. that. <laughs> so, I'm yeah, I'm excited to see some terrain, some some mountains, you know, just some crazy stuff. And that's and I'm speculating here, but like I said, with COVID, I'm pretty, I think that hamstrung Kenobi in a lot of ways. And I think that they were like, we we're going to make it. So let's make it the way that we can. Mm -hmm. And I think they were using the volume because they had to, uh, even though it wasn't always the best tool for the job. I think they probably would have shot on location a lot more. Yeah, they could have. Mm -hmm. And you can see it in like that. What is the the one planet that looks like Coruscant and had my hopes and dreams set up and then crushed before, when it was actually found out? Dayu, yeah, Dayu. So you have that, and then it's like supposed to be the super crowded place, but you see the same like three um, vendors, vendors in different locations that walking through uh, because they had to stitch so many together. That's Star Wars. Like that, true, that yeah. doesn't bug me just because in A New Hope you see Greedo, like they had that same yeah. costume for like four people. Mm-hmm. And so you, like Han shoots Greedo and then he goes to the Falcon <laughs> and talks to the Java and there's three more Greedos. <laughs> so I'm just like, yeah, that tracks. Mm-hmm. <laughs> On that side of things, definitely. But like the, the spacing of like this is we have to be six feet away from each other. Like that mm-hmm. was totally visible in some scenes like where you're like, oh, hey, I would love to have a super crowded scene. But because we're trying to deal with this worldwide pandemic we just can't do that right now like you guys said covid just really put a damper on that because they they had this big vision it had already gone through it was supposed to be a movie it was supposed to be 24 episodes or something like that and then they cut it in half to and then they cut it in half again then they had a script for the series and then they brought people that did like paw patrol and transformers on to rewrite that script and then they came forward and it's like I 100% understand why this is, it's, it's amazing, it's of the quality that it is because of all of the different hurdles that they had to get over. That that feels like the story of uh, a lot of Rogue One. Mm. Uh, it, it went through so much behind the scenes trouble that when yeah. I saw it, I was like, holy cow, I was not <laughs> expecting it to be that good. Mm-hmm. Same with Solo. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it it sucks <laughs> to like hear about all this behind the scenes stuff for almost every Star Wars project. Yeah. But They've mostly landed for me. It's, yeah. I mean, because of what we do, we hear about all this behind the scenes stuff, which like a lot of people don't mm-hmm. even know mm-hmm. that it had any problems or that it was going to be a movie. And so yeah. I think in that way, sometimes our opinions are a little jaded yeah. mm-hmm. because we just know all this information beforehand. Oh, yeah. I, I have a couple of friends that like they know me as the Star Wars guy and they'll come up and be like, oh, hey, I heard that the sequel trilogy is not canon anymore. It's like, what? <laughs> no, where, where did you hear this? And it's like, no, this is what it is. This is why they think that it's not actually true. Or, or there's another group of friends that I have, and they, they're like, they have no idea that there is a new Star Wars show coming out. I'm like, have you heard about Endor? And they're like, no. It's like, have you watched Mandalorian? No. <laughs> What? <laughs> what do yeah. you do all day? What do you talk about? <laughs> what do you talk about? <laughs> How do you spend your time? Yeah. What, what are you talking about? You have a, a social life outside of... St- <laughs> what? 
we're deep into it. We're, we're following all the different websites. We, we see all of the reports. We see all of the leaks. We see all of the the rumors. And then we get like brought down to real world where it's like, yeah, nobody really focuses on it that much. There's like a small section of the fandom that like really cares about it. But the broadly, it's just like, yeah, Star Wars. Yeah. yeah Star Wars. And even when we're trying actively trying to stay away from certain stuff like leaks especially mm-hmm. inevitably someone will send it to us <laughs> like, in a text and like did you see this i'm like uh, la, 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 la. <laughs> how do you guys handle stuff like that because that's something that i definitely struggle with so we do like shorts and stuff and i've i haven't watched the final two seasons of rebels and I've spoiled myself on the key moments because I was researching a lore short. Oh, no. And like I went down this rabbit hole finding out why they did this thing. And I'm like, oh, crap, that was Rebels. <laughs> <laughs> I, I try to stay away from leaks. Um, like Molly said, inevitably, a lot of stuff gets sent to mm-hmm. us. So some of it is just accepting that. If it's casting stuff like, oh, it leaked that uh, Katie Sackhoff is going to play Bo-Katan don't really care about that so much Uh, it's more story stuff that Mm -hmm. I don't want to know yeah Yeah, I remember reading something about Leia being in Obi-Wan like pretty early on Mm -hmm. before we knew much about the show at all and I was like oh man I wish I had not have seen that (laughs) a lot of it like when we see stuff I just try to forget it (laughs) I try or or assume like It's just a leak. It's just a rumor. It's probably not true. I just kind of treat everything that way. Yeah. To try to reserve, even though (laughs) the Leia thing, I was like, that's really smart. Because I was very much on the side of the camp of like, Obi-Wan should not leave Tatooine. His mission is to protect Luke. And Mm -hmm. then when I was like, oh, Leia, that makes so much sense. That's Mm -hmm. uh, that. It made too much sense that I was like, I want that to be true. But Mm -hmm. I still gasped when Alderaan showed up. Oh, yeah. yeah. Just the uh, amount of Leia content we got, I was shocked in a in a very pleasant way because mm-hmm. I was not expecting to get her in it so much. Yeah, we had the same kind of realization. Uh, thankfully, I was able to stay away from it. I think you got spoiled on it, right? Mm, no. Okay. There was so. something in that show that you got spoiled on that I did not. And mm. <laughs> she came like, I, have, I know something. And I was like, don't tell me. <laughs> <laughs> but that whole like, she was such a good Leia, like young yeah. Leia. I was like, oh my gosh, I loved her so much in that show. I want her to have her own like young slash teen Leia show now. Like yes. that's, yeah. that's the next Disney Plus series that I want for Star Wars. I want to see it so, so badly. <laughs> like that would be so good. Star Wars is on a child kick right now. Mm. Yeah, they really Anyone are. Else? Anyone else feel that? Oh, for <laughs> sure. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, the, the what's the skeleton? Yeah, crew? skeleton crew. Yeah, there's that too. They're saying it's like Stranger Things in space. And so that, that'll that be like a whole cast of kids. Yeah. yeah. Mm. I'm looking forward to skeleton crew for the fact that I, I don't think it'll be about like the the loner having to take care of a kid yeah. Or, yeah. Or, the, or the Bad Batch trying to take care of like the skeleton <laughs> yeah. crew sounds like it'll be just them taking care of themselves mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah i'm ready to mix that trope up a little bit definitely it's like <laughs> if we're gonna have kids let's do something different <laughs> weathered person who's stuck in their ways and not really happy about it is forced to expand their view of the galaxy by a small child am i talking about mandalorian yeah am I talking it could be about any of those obi-wan <laughs> some of the spinoff books <laughs> Well, let's take a little bit of a break and we'll come back with our Star Wars double date with cheesy uh, first date questions. 
only different in your mind. You must unlearn what you have learned. I have uh, put together a list of four questions that I, I researched to find some of the cheesiest. It was hard. It was hard. Most of them take themselves very seriously. I'm like, come on, people. Like, you're, you're, you're a website talking about first date questions. Like, why are you this serious about things? Like, man, that's a really deep question that I probably should have asked when my wife and I were dating. But I don't need that right now. <laughs> I, I put together some of these things, but first I want to talk about what is it like for you guys being a couple in Star Wars? It's something that brings families together, but it's also very unique. I would just say that it's nice to have someone that gets it that you, if you finish reading a book or if you're watching a show together or whatever, that you can just go and scream at them about <laughs> <laughs> how good it was. Or I remember finishing The Rising Storm. Mm. uh in the high republic and molly hadn't read it yet but i was like can i just yell at you about this book real quick because i i loved it so much and so we were just walking our dog and i i was just unloading all of my feelings so uh <laughs> it, it's that. really nice to have someone face to face that you can go to uh to talk about star wars <laughs> yeah i mean we we both have like other stuff that we like just as individuals mm -hmm. but because of what we do especially uh for us to both be able to like you said talk to each other about star wars all the time when, sometimes i see other couples and i'm like oh you don't talk mm -hmm. about star wars <laughs> when you walk your dog like what do you talk about <laughs> it just kind of blows my mind but yeah it's it's really nice to just be able to to bond over something like mm -hmm. Star Wars that's that's so big and has such a big vast fandom to it that it just it feels like it it kind of lends itself to being universally loved by by couples and well it's also good to have the different perspective I don't know I feel like Molly keeps me grounded into what normal people think <laughs> yes <laughs> if that <laughs> She's given me a, a better perspective mm -hmm. uh, where, like we said, we're just so deep into it that I will sometimes assume that everyone knows everything all the time. Mm -hmm. And uh, Molly knows most of that stuff, but we'll be like, not everyone knows this thing that you're talking about. <laughs> so down. like, no. yeah, <laughs> yeah. Because yeah. like we, over time, I started to really latch on and remember a lot of the same like just weird trivia and like mm -hmm. all the all the deep lore type stuff but that was like later in my life he's kind of known about all of that stuff for so long now that he yeah you just forget sometimes that something isn't maybe known by everybody so that's yeah. that's a perspective that I can offer I guess uh, as the less uh, I don't even mean it like that one <laughs> like I mean you, you have your own obsessions and everything mm -hmm. I just think that you are better at not getting lost mm -hmm. in mm -hmm. the details and yeah. I, I often will oh yeah I, I relate to that <laughs> statement yeah. very you, yeah. you very have real. you have a foot in the real world and I, I, I don't <laughs> <That's>, <laughs> you just lost. yeah you got two feet and nerd them <laughs> Yeah, I kind of skirt the line. <laughs> yeah, especially like for me, I I I loved Light and Magic. I'm gonna be going into my second rewatch of it with a notebook and taking notes. I love the technical side of Star Wars filmmaking, and then I'll be like, Sydney, can you believe this was actually a matte painting? And she's like, What? No way. 
And like, I had oh. that same reaction. <laughs> right? I, dude, was my it, mind was, was blown. The Star Destroyer bridge? Yes. Mm-hmm. That's what got me. I, I was like, no effing way. I thought that was a set all these years. I did too. And the one where they take um, um, they take Chewie to the elevator, that was like 70%. And then there's the whole Y-wing mm-hmm. hanger on Yavin. I'm like, what? What is this? They turn like a 20 foot by 20 foot soundstage into like this massive hanger using matte paintings. I'm like, how, how is this possible? Or like in uh, Obi-Wan, I'm like, they were so amateur with that one scene. They used anamorphic lenses when they should have used a spherical lens. Like I'm doing all this and Sydney's like, nobody really cares about any of that. I will listen to you because I love you, yeah. but nobody else notices this. Yeah. <laughs> yeah that that like magic show was so cool to see because just for the sheer fact that they knew they wanted to make something and there wasn't a way to do it so they just created their own mm-hmm. way to do it like that's, that's so awesome if that makes sense mm-hmm. they they were just like we want to make a space movie uh but that no one's done before and so we're just gonna invent our own way of filming mm-hmm. <laughs> and build our own miniatures and <laughs> just put mix and match all these camera parts make our own cameras mm-hmm. it was nuts but now let's let's jump in uh, first question here what is the best star wars present you've ever been given or given someone i, I think the best one that i've been given is biggs's helmet replica molly got mm-hmm. me that for my birthday one year yeah that's what i was gonna say that i uh, gave <laughs> The thing's awesome. Love it. <laughs> yeah, I I forget who I ordered that from, but it's it's like a completely custom helmet, and I just like talked to this guy who does helmet replicas, and I was like, so there's this g- character Biggs, and he's got the checkered thing, and he was like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah I know, I know which one you're talking about. He's like, can you make his helmet? He's like, yeah, sure. I was like, oh great, because <laughs> I don't That's think awesome. anyone actually like sells that helmet not yet i'm still waiting for the black series mm-hmm. wedge got one wedge gets all the attention yeah, that's true glory. <laughs> i still remember uh mustache squad squadron right uh <laughs> yeah with, uh the squadrons tournament <laughs> what is it uh creative clash was that it? yeah wait yeah. no uh well, there's two it was operation them. ace yeah operation ace yes that one so good and then we lost a couple people on our team so we still <laughs> yeah that was a great one uh, mine is this right here. This is the story of Star Wars. It is an eight track. And oh, in, cool. Uh, a, less than 50 minutes with the original cast uh, and score, it tells the story of Star Wars. And this is this is probably the, the coolest thing that I own. Do you have an eight track? I do. Play, nice. <laughs> Uh, uh, player, yeah, yeah. yeah. We, we found my mom found that at a uh, garage sale, and this person got rid of a bunch of their Star Wars stuff. I uh, got a poster from that. I got the eight track and a couple other things, and then um, probably the second coolest thing I own is the original 1978 uh, Star Wars holiday record that they did with Anthony Daniels oh my <laughs> singing <laughs> Life Day songs. <laughs> that's a good one <laughs> uh does it count if it's not necessarily a gift that you got but you got a lot of enjoyment out of someone else's gift i think that counts 
So my sister would get a lot of like the um, action figures and we would play with them a lot. And she ended up getting the vomiting Jabba. What is, with, what is this? I've never slime. heard of this. Yeah. And little bugs. And we would stuff it in his body and you could squeeze his head and the goo would ooze out of his mouth. That is amazing. I've never heard of this. It was the best. That's Googling that right now. Incredible. I think she still has it. Maybe I don't think she has the ooze anymore. Cause uh, I, I would I would question I whether that or not lasted. that's good yeah. for humans. Oh my god! Oh my god! Ew! That's, yeah, looking at oh, pictures yeah. of it. That's crazy that because like we we know so many people who are just avid collectors, and so I feel like this would be something that we had uh, had seen or known yeah, about already. Focus. And uh, I had never oh, heard oh of that my before. Gosh. Yeah. Oh yeah. It's oh vivid. my god! It was vivid goo. It was like <laughs> lime lime green. Yeah. Wow! It was the best. That is incredible. <laughs> and then he, we had little Anakin too, and we would have him eat little Anakin, and <laughs> <laughs> it was it was so good. <laughs> oh my god! That mention uh, little baby Yoda back there. Mm. Uh, I think you. I you, got that for you. You that yeah, that's technically a, a gift. <laughs> but he's he's my little child back there, and I that's dress awesome. him up for holidays. And yeah, <laughs> I'm still considering uh like dressing him up for every month and like taking pictures of the both of us for a calendar or something yes <laughs> oh this my needs, god this needs to happen yes please. <laughs> <laughs> just like the, the classic like jc penny uh yeah <laughs> photo studio pictures where we're just like <laughs> on a bed of clouds yep. yeah <laughs> yeah yeah uh this needs to happen um i would like to be the first uh purchase of this as well <laughs> I need this in my life. <laughs> Next question. What Star Wars food would you hate to eat in real life? I have one. It's not technically food, but okay. as a lactose intolerant human being, uh, I don't think I could stand the blue milk. Mm. That was going to mm. be mine. That's so funny. Well, I, I have another one if you want to use that one too. <laughs> you stole my answer. Um, I, I just don't know. Like, what? Where does it come from? As we found with green milk, uh, that is quite the uh, dubious food. <laughs> mm-hmm. I, I think blue milk is supposed to be bantha milk. Oh, lovely. Yeah, <laughs> yeah no, no, I'm good. That I, sounds I, scary I, to it me. Sounds mm. like it would taste like goat milk, and I'm not a huge fan of goat milk. So mm. I think that'd be mm-hmm. it's a little, little too much. Mm-mm. Or, you know, like the little uh, frog things that Jabba eats. I'd never want to eat one of those. That That's was, what I was thinking. That was what I was going to say, A live too. frog? No, thank you. <laughs> and he keeps them in that little, like, glass bowl thing and just mm-hmm. dumps them in one, one at a time. <laughs> I don't know that I would eat uh, hose chowder. Mm. I'm iffy yeah, on that. <laughs> out, of the, out of the hose from the ceiling? Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, especially if there's a chance you'll get, like, a giant face-sucking creature in it mm. you know it, it would suck to be in star wars and to eat food like I, I just feel that what we've seen so far there doesn't seem to be anything that i'm like man i would love to eat that yeah even like luke's rations uh that yoda's mm. kind of picking at, yeah. and none of that looked appetizing either <laughs> it looks like he's eating an eraser or uh-huh. something uh-huh <laughs> like an eraser covered in nuts of some kind mm-hmm. mm. 
Yeah. Yeah. It looked like a blackened fish stick that's <laughs> definitely been left out for way too long. <laughs> I will say the big feast in Book of Boba Fett was mm. a little tempting. True. Yeah. Well, yeah, we've mostly seen food from outer rim planets like that are affordable, like the chowder hose. Mm -hmm. uh, we haven't really seen a whole lot in on Coruscant, for example. Mm -hmm. Like that's true. I think that feast is the closest we've gotten to like yeah. some actual food. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Or you know the pear. The, oh. Yeah, I was gonna say the <laughs> the pear only if someone cuts it up and uses the force to feed it to me exactly yeah <laughs> oh yeah that's i think that would be the only way it can be eaten um yeah. <laughs> could you imagine like just the acting of that like oh hey you're gonna have a cgi piece of fruit make sure that like it looks yummy and you you, you make it look like you're actually holding it still against something do you think they even knew that it was fruit like or they, were they just yeah they could have put food? it anything this is just some food mm -hmm. that you're cutting up and you're going to push over to her. It's always... a live, very cute animal in the end. <laughs> <laughs> Anakin's just casually. <laughs> Padme. <laughs> yeah. Star that, Wars that if it was R. Always bugged me because she's like about to cut it herself and like he takes it away <laughs> from it. her. And I was like, that's bold. Don't touch She could food. be really hungry. And <laughs> yeah. That would piss me off. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Never touch your significant other's food. Not without permission. Yeah, anyway. not without permission. Yeah. You need yeah. consent for that kind of stuff. Have you guys done Galaxy's Edge? No, I really want to. Um, I was going to say, they've done a pretty good job at like making Star Wars food and drinks mm. actually look and taste pretty good. Because like they do the, the blue milk and the green milk, but they're like smoothies. Mm. So they're good. They're kind of like fruity and tropical tasting. Okay. So yeah, that, that makes it more appealing mm -hmm. for yeah. sure mm -hmm. we definitely need to add that to our uh visit list we're we're kind of maxed out on our travel because we're purchasing our flight tickets for uh star wars celebration uh at the beginning of next month that'll yeah we be, have to do that too that'll be a bit yeah. <laughs> were, you guys were able to get the four-day pass mm -hmm. oh you, yeah. you're lucky you're lucky dogs mm -hmm. it's crazy how fast they go now like mm -hmm. uh, the, i uh, in Orlando in 2017, we kind of decided at the last minute to go mm -hmm. and there were still four day passes available. It was fine. I don't and know why they put a limit on it. I, I don't remember. I don't know. <laughs> but like in 2019, things started to get a little faster. And then this year mm -hmm. was just insane. I assumed yeah. maybe because of COVID, they had to cap ticket sales at some mm -hmm. point, but still... I feel like a lot of people didn't get them because they were like, oh, it'll be fine. Yeah, but you could yeah. still buy tickets for each day, which is the weird part. You just couldn't get the discount. Yeah. That was a little like, okay, read pop on, or, or yeah. Star Wars. Who, whoever decided that that was going to be okay is like, you're just making people pay a just lot more money mm -hmm. yeah. like yeah. getting like, the day passes. We could only, with the budget that we had to set aside for like travel this year or for next year. We had to do the, we could do Saturday and Sunday, I think, were the days that we were able to get for it. We'll see. Those how are it usually the days that like the, the big stuff happens. So, exactly. Yeah, that's, those are the good days to go, I think. And they're doing like that media podcast thing. Mm -hmm. yeah, they they so, said they're changing how they're doing media passes. So, okay. Apply to that. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. definitely. Yeah. That's, that's going to be my plan. But I, I'm so pumped. 
because this will be our first Star Wars celebration that we've been to. I was so tempted. I had the option to buy like a pretty cheap ticket for last year's or this year's. This was that was this year. Oh my gosh! Uh, it was this year's, like three months ago. Feels like <laughs> what? Yeah. It feels, feels so like long ago. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I just wasn't able to wasn't able to do it. Yeah. I really wanted to though, because a bunch of friends were there. But I'm I'm even happier that we'll be in the UK for a week now. <laughs> no, we, we've never been to London before, so Ooh. we're either. we're hoping to get a couple extra days either yeah. before or after to just kind of explore mm-hmm. the city. So that's our plan as well for Thursday. Mm-hmm. So if you guys want to do some like go to dinner or something together, let us know because that would be fun. <laughs> Yeah, Go to Star a Wars London Double pub. Date Part Two. Yeah, yes. <laughs> IRL. <laughs> yeah. We did the virtual dating first. Now we got to go to the IRL. Sorry. We're ready to take this to the next step. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. But also putting that in question, the next question is a little bit spicy. Ooh. Who or what is your Star Wars crush? I know who yours is. You- I, I think I have a real answer too, but what were you going to say? Mine is <laughs> big star glider or yeah. or Cobb Van. Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. Either of those work. They're like your your man friend crushes. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'll say Kit Fisto. Oh, <laughs> he's got a nice one. smile. He does. <laughs> yeah, it look just like you can see so much depth in those eyes. <laughs> he's very charming. Yeah. Uh, for for a... and I could braid his hair. <laughs> for an actual answer i was gonna say marin from Ooh. fallen order oh yeah. Uh, yeah. i was so excited when she joined the crew mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah and now we're gonna see her in a book too like oh yeah oh yeah, yeah. i'm psyched to get more fallen order or star mm-hmm. I, I keep saying fallen order 2 or whatever yeah. but yeah. it's star wars jedi 2 or just survivor the yeah. the author was kind of like hinting at something involving Marin on her Instagram mm-hmm. saying that like if you know my my books then you'll know something about what Marin is going to get in this book and so I was like hmm. Hmm. a lot of people were guessing that she would give her a girlfriend yep that was my mm-hmm. <laughs> when she said that I was like yep that's going to be coming yeah uh, she was also one of the writers on the KOTOR remake I believe right Sam Mags she was at first and then mm-hmm. she left probably to do this that, yeah. that would be my guess. I think Definitely, she left about yeah. a year ago. Mm-hmm. Sounds like an upgrade to me. Definitely. Like, I would much rather write and read a Cal Kestis story. Mm-hmm. Oh, definitely. Especially with all the backlash she was getting too. So I think she's going to be much more appreciated here than <laughs> the gaming space. Uh, yeah. yeah, that's true. <laughs> uh, and, and they also announced they're doing another art of book. I see you've got the first one right Oh, yeah. Me. It's my prized possession. <laughs> <laughs> So I'm glad they're doing one. another one of those. <laughs> yeah. Uh, do you have a Star Wars crush? Mine's kind of lame because it's Padme. Oh yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. It just she just carries on through my childhood, so mm-hmm. it's like, yes. That's fair. Yeah. She has the best outfits. Mm-hmm. She does. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh. We went to in Denver. They had like the costumes of Star Wars exhibit, and she made up probably like sixty percent of that. Yeah, yeah, she's one of three characters that gets to change her clothes. Yeah. Like, <laughs> Han Solo, yeah. you're stuck in that vest forever. But <laughs> Padme, you get eight outfits a movie. Mm-hmm. Well, it they even Leia made a joke. Palpatine. They made a joke about her outfit in the prequels where it was it Obi-Wan joked about 
we can <laughs> sell her wardrobe than being able to sell her wardrobe because that was the only thing that might make them any money <laughs> why does she have so many clothes everyone wears the same thing every day in this universe yeah, yeah. Didn't, didn't she get the message here no you uh, know obi-wan was it. just gonna take all those outfits for himself and <laughs> try them on Absolutely. oh yeah definitely with how well he kept that beard <laughs> speaking of which he is my star wars yeah. crush <laughs> I mean, how could you not? I don't know. But I too am a um, an admirer of Cobb Vanth. Like, I mean, he's just like the perfect man. I'm obsessed with him. <laughs> oh <laughs> right? my god, he's so good. And like, I love it when Star Wars goes Western. Like, that is one of my favorite things. Is when Star Wars goes like really embraces that Western or even a little bit more of the samurai side of things. Like a couple episodes of Mando. Like, I love it so much so when you bring a basically a star boy a star wars cowboy like that's checking all the boxes <laughs> to yeah. to go back to what we were talking about with leaks earlier that was something that i read mm. online there's like timothy oliphant is cast in this and the rumor is he's going to be a character named cobb vant and i was like bs like <laughs> there's no way they're doing that uh i i wish that we were recording reactions at that point when mm. Mandalorian season two happened because when it panned over and it was the Boba Fett armor, but obviously not Boba Fett, I was like, no effing way <laughs> they're doing this. I can't believe they're actually doing. I was so excited. Yes. I think too, the, the level of character growth that they added in book of Boba Fett for him was so good too. Like, I love that. And I can't wait to get half robot Cobb Vance. <laughs> Whatever what? the mods do to him. Yeah. <laughs> Don't give it to that one person who makes everyone have Ugh. like shiny arms <laughs> <laughs> cab vanth man what a he's legend. got he's got too much swagger for he, for his own good and for does. star wars <laughs> yeah, true. He's gotta t- take it down take yeah it down. <laughs> he, you're he making doesn't... everyone else look bad yeah. <laughs> <laughs> to tie off this uh star wars double date where in the galaxy uh planet or planets would you like to have a Star Wars anniversary celebration slash honeymoon? I think there are there's a lot of good choices. Mm-hmm. I think there's a lot of great planets. I think um, I know where you would choose. <laughs> oh yeah, what what would you what, which one? Coruscant. Uh, yeah, I mean yeah, <laughs> but like nice Coruscant, the 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 upper levels, upper levels. Yeah. Yeah. Not like dark, <laughs> not the Coruscant that I actually want like a video game to be set in. <laughs> I don't want that. <laughs> I want like. Nice, pretty Coruscant, or Bespin would be good because that's like mm. um, that's a a hotel town. Like that's what it was designed for. So it's like a resort. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I think that would be fun. Except that's like built on the backs of slavery, and there's, there's a, lot a lot of, of like, like <laughs> yeah, there's a lot to there. have to try to ignore to mm-hmm. have a good time. <laughs> there, there's always Scarif, Glanselm, yeah. Zeltron, mm-hmm. any of the beach planets. Yeah. yeah. I was going to say, too, because I'm in the middle of reading Princess and Scoundrel right now mm-hmm. indoor because yeah. Yeah. the Ewoks know how to party. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. They they put on a good party, so in, indoor would be fun. Yeah. Uh, I was going to go with Naboo. Yeah. It, yeah. it feels like it's got a little bit of everything, really nice culture mm-hmm. and art, but also mm-hmm. beaches. Yeah. yeah. That's true. I feel like you could find a really good coffee shop in Naboo. Yeah. Like, that's got it's got the vibes. <laughs> That's a question. Is as coffee canon or coffee equivalent canon? Calf. Calf, I think mm. is what they call mm. it. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Have go to a calf cafe. <laughs> <laughs> That's 
what would they call it? Just a cafe? <laughs> Cap shop? Cap house? Yeah. yeah. Cap house. Nice. There's got to be like some, uh, we have two pond coffee shops in our town. One is the Bean Peddler, which is next to a uh, part of a, a bike shop. Um, oh, cool. And then we oh, also have the Poor House, but it's P-O-U-R House. Um, uh, <laughs> so we have two of those. And I think there's got to be something there where you can make like a really fun pun name in like a Star Wars cafe or something. I don't I, think we have any good pun name restaurants or coffee shops here. Not that I can think of. Probably yeah. somewhere. but <laughs> There's got to be. That's a, that's a good date idea. Find the pun restaurant or <laughs> yeah. coffee shop. I, I like the, the choice of Naboo as well, or mm-hmm. maybe Alderaan. Yeah. Yeah. Like that's Alderaan like the, that's almost like this, the mountainous mm-hmm. ski town in the summer kind of vibe. Yeah. It's like a Star Wars Aspen mm-hmm. ski town. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It has Aspen vibes for sure. Mm-hmm. Too bad it got blown up. <laughs> <laughs> that's true <laughs> could have been a great resort town yeah they they, they, they should have capitalized on the tourism there <laughs> yeah what are some other ones definitely not tatooine no uh, sand gets everywhere mm-hmm. of course rough a little sand is okay yeah like on the beach but tatooine it's just everywhere mm-hmm. yeah like, I'd, I'd always i always liked the ring of kafreen that's another place mm. that i don't think i'd want to go like I, I want to go there in a video game more than yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. on vacation. I don't think I'd feel safe there. What's but... the the big ring in Mandalorian? That's pretty cool. I don't think we have a name for it yet. The Halo. But... That place was cool. It had like casinos <laughs> and stuff. Yeah, the Halo. <laughs> yeah, that is my favorite Star Wars thing that has been made. Like, I love that episode so much. It's and so like, good. Everything that I want from Star Wars is in that episode. Ah, oh, so good. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Oh, Canto Bite would be a good 2. one, too. Yeah. That's true. Also, uh, a little dubious on the <laughs> side tangent here. Anyone else, like, really upset that they're like, oh, the, the animals are slavery. And then, like, at the end of the show, it's like, oh, but also there are humans that are slaves here. So we're going to freed all of the animals that are slaves and then leave the kids that are, like, beat to take care of the animals. Like, there's something there's something a little bit off here. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe they offered to let the kids come with them and they were like, nah, yeah. I'll just take your ring. <laughs> yeah. It always makes me think of the line from Qui-Gon where he just straight up is like, I didn't come here to free slaves. It's like, <laughs> all right. Okay, hey, buddy. Okay, Mr. Jedi. Don't let me get in your way. <laughs> Someone know what knows what he's about. <laughs> I There's probably like an oasis on Tatooine, but not really feeling it. Even like the fun celebratory sand planet, like, <laughs> I'm so ton I'm so done with sand planets. Like I'm glad that like the couple of like shows that we've gotten, they didn't like create an all new sand planet, but mm-hmm. I think we've had enough sand for a little while. Um yeah. we've, we've gotten got- Jakku, we've gotten the one in uh Rise of Skywalker, we've got Asana, yeah. Yeah. I think we're good on sand. Uh I, I don't know about you guys, but I, I am I'm good on that for a long while. <laughs> yeah. I'm ready for them to do more prequel style planets like Felucia yeah. or something mm. that's not oh, necessarily a climate, but gosh. just mm. weird weirdness. That's yeah. it. Yeah. It's like neon trees and yeah. stuff. Mm-hmm. And if you touch this mushroom, you will die. <laughs> or this tree. Or fall in the Sarlacc pit. Like basically don't touch anything. But it looks really pretty. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's true. Like we haven't had, I mean, in the Clone Wars, we got quite a bit of it, but like we haven't had 
like a live action Felucia or anything like that recently. Mm-hmm. No weird planets. All. Yeah. Huh. So last episode we were kind of joking about this, like the planets in Star Wars are basically just one gigantic biome. I think it would be very fascinating to have like basically an Earth replica, but like make it the weirdest Earth possible. Like what if this was Earth but alien? Like mm-hmm. make it look almost normal, but have it be not normal in the slightest i think that would be fun yeah like make the skies bright pink or something just like it's earth but it's a very different earth Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. that'd be cool yeah Yeah. i think i think that's what's most exciting to to me as like a star wars universe especially like the books get to this the most is like you get some really fun stuff in the book series like of just the wild stuff and then they have all of this, they have the, the world is their canvas and the worlds are their canvas. It's <laughs> the High Republic book where mm. it's, it's like a middle grade book and there's like acid rain. Yeah. Oh yeah. Test plane. of courage. Test of courage. Yeah. I would love to see acid rain that would be in so live cool. action. That would be dope. That whole planet was just, uh, it was kind of like Pandora and Avatar. It's like everything here is trying to kill you, mm-hmm. even the weather. Hmm. Uh, it'd be so cool yeah and just like the the type of plant like the type of one life that would try to live there that would be cool to see like what what kind of evolution do you face when like the rain is trying to eat away at you like it would be fun to see mm-hmm. that and then like how are the humans adapting to living on that planet i think would be cool so many opportunities so much to explore man there is but thank you guys so much for joining us today this was super fun yeah this yeah. was fun thanks for having us Good little, a uh, little bit more details on like some weird things that no one would ever a- ask you on Star Wars. <laughs> <laughs> this is cool, and this is like it, this is something that they should make like a, a deck of cards mm. where it's like yeah, I, yeah. I've seen decks of cards where it's like conversation starters, but yeah. we should do that, but for, for Star, Star Wars. Wars. Mm-hmm. I, I love that idea. Mm. I think it would be fun. Mm-hmm. I think uh, when when the shows are coming out, that's like one of our favorite pieces of like, we'll watch the show and then immediately after we'll go record a podcast. And then like we get just like this really deep in-depth conversation. I think it's really fun. I think there's there's definitely opportunities for like even deeper discussions on like, oh, hey, this other normal life question. Like, what if it was Star Wars? Mm hmm. But yeah, we'll have links to all of Alex and Molly's stuff in the description of this episode. So definitely make sure to uh, check them out. As always, you can listen to us on YouTube, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google, Stitcher, all the places. Subscribe to stay up to date completely free and leave us a review. It helps us out a ton. As always, thanks for listening. May the Force be with you. <laughs>